Most business owners I know worry about negativity when they're posting content online, which is why I want to reshare or re-air, should I say, this popular episode of the Courageous Content Podcast. Throughout May, I am sharing some of the most listened to episodes, and I loved this interview with Joe Britton on how she trolled her troll, and I think you will love it too. Enjoy. You know that feeling you get in your stomach, in the pit of your stomach? Like the knots, I felt sick. What would you do if you posted a video on social media and someone made a nasty comment about your appearance? Would you delete or ignore it? Would you feel sorry for yourself? Maybe even cry? All this stuff goes around your head, like, maybe you shouldn't do video. And that turned from the sick feeling into a more defiant feeling. Would you have the courage to stand up to someone who trolled you online? Well, that's exactly what leadership coach Jo Britton did. In fact, she didn't just stand up to her bully, she created a piece of content about him. The more I thought about it, the more outraged I was. And the more I thought, I need to stand up here, stand up, put your head above the parapet and do something about it. In this interview, you'll hear how Jo stood up to her online bully, with very unexpected consequences. You're listening to the Courageous Content Podcast. I'm Janet Murray, and I love helping coaches, creatives, and entrepreneurs create super engaging content that generates leads and sales for their businesses. No one starts a business and just knows how to create engaging content. It's a skill that has to be learned and practiced. And there's always something new to learn, no matter how long you've been in business. And I know running an online business can feel messy. Perfectionism, fear, self-doubt, and other mindset stuff can stop you showing up online in the way that's best for you. So you'll get help with that too. Ready to get courageous with your content? Let's get started. You used to feel afraid of video. Why was that? I was so scared of doing video, mainly because I really cringe at myself on camera I'm not very confident about my appearance. Um, there's a whole regional accent thing, I think, that goes on for me as well. So I'm from Manchester in the northwest of England. I'm a Mancunian. And whilst I'm really proud of being a Mancunian, I still feel really self-conscious about my accent. And also just how I sound. Like, I really hate the sound of my own voice. But also there's this thing that I think about feeling like you're going to be judged. What will people think of you like who is she to go on video um yeah. or gosh she's boring <laughs> you know, <laughs> and then maybe I mean this sounds really ridiculous I didn't do it at first but the, the whole thing where you just think you're gonna create a video put it on Instagram for instance and um, it's gonna go viral straight away and then you're gonna get all these comments and trolls and it's ridiculous really because you know when I first started out on Instagram I, had, I mean I don't have a big following now but like I had like six family members following me so he was going to see it anyway but um yeah it was just a terrifying prospect of doing video work. It's interesting about the accent thing because as you might know I'm from the north originally but moved to the south as a child and I feel so sad that I lost my accent so if you move to Kent which is in the south of England, when you're seven with a Scouse accent, it doesn't last very long. So I feel like envious. 
that you've still got your <laughs> lovely northern accent. Isn't that funny? It is funny. If you're not from the UK, you may not have heard of a Scouse accent. This is an affectionate term for people who come from Liverpool in the north of England. You've also talked about feeling self-conscious about your appearance. Can you talk more about that? Yeah, I've never been particularly confident about my appearance. So for me, the thing I do to build my confidence is I wear makeup a lot. You know, it's the thing that it's like a mask to the world, probably, if I'm honest. And if I put my trademark red lipstick, that's kind of me. I feel I feel more confident and it just helps me like navigate the day, if you like. I agree. I am exactly the same. But despite being nervous about it, you did start to create social media videos and then you stopped. What changed? When the pandemic hit, the rug was really pulled from under me and all the corporate clients that I had, I mean, they had other priorities, they said at the time, and they wiped my contracts, you know, things that I had in the pipeline was withdrawn and then there were organisations that didn't pay me and everything pretty much spiralled kind of went from, yeah, I'm growing my business, this is great, I've got all this stuff in the pipeline, to literally nothing overnight. I totally lost my confidence. I had huge panic attacks and anxiety. I felt that I couldn't sell because I felt it would be inappropriate to be like putting myself out there and selling at the time of, you know, crisis, you know, the pandemic. But you actually sent an email out that really changed things for me. Um, to sort of say, don't be embarrassed, you know, about doing this. And then I kind of thought, well, I need to find, in a, in a way, this sounds terrible, but in a way I kind of fell out with my, like the corporate side of that business. And I thought I need to innovate things and I need to find a different audience. And I listened on one of my pandemic walks. I can, I can remember exactly where I was listening to one of your original podcasts uh, about how to grow an Instagram audience and I thought right that's what I need to do I need to find a new audience and a new community and I've never really been on Instagram before and bit by bit I started to connect with people I started to there was like no pandemic with a lot of people like you sat up in a way I was watching you and I was watching other people thinking you know these people are doing this and they're showing up and they're having conversations and connecting with people like maybe I can do this as well and then I started to recognise that there were other people obviously out there around that time that were really feeling the stress and the strain of the pandemic, super anxious, trying to navigate, but not very productively or healthily. And I started like sharing tips and documenting my journey, really, just to share it with other people. So in the run up to Troll Day, shall we call it, <laughs> you'd posted maybe up to about 20 videos on Instagram, you were finding your feet, you were getting more confident. Tell us about the video you posted that morning. What was it about? It was if you are struggling to make some sales in your business and this whole mindset thing really, don't be afraid. I can help you with this and sharing some tips. I wear red a lot because that gives me energy. You know, it's like um, a confident colour. So if I think I'm not feeling particularly brave, I'll wear red because it feels quite confident and I have my red lipstick on. I'd kind of try to get out of this habit of everything has to be perfect all the time. And I've noticed I've missed a bit of my lipstick on the corner of my mouth. 
And I thought, should I re-record that video? And I was like, no, just, just no one's going to see it. They're going to have to be really paying attention to your lips if they notice this little bit of missing lipstick on the side. Other than the this bit of lipstick, how were you feeling about that video? I thought I was rocking in that video, Janet, to be fair. You know, I felt quite comfortable with it and confident because I've done quite a few by this stage, so I felt okay. You hit post. What happened next? See, I had my notifications on. So I think, oh, a comment. No, great, comment, engagement. And then there was a nasty comment, wasn't there, from someone called Adam. What did he say? He said, sort your lipstick out. Emojis, you know, the eye-rolling emojis. And then there was another chap who jumped on it with eye-rolling emojis. And I just thought, how dare you? I'm trying to help people. And who are you to jump on my feed? I don't know who you are. I go and check your profile out and you're pretty anonymous. And I can't connect with you because part of me thought, I'll just send him a direct message, you know, and maybe have a chat with him in direct message. But I couldn't because he... He was more like a, pro, a private profile. You know that feeling you get in your stomach, in the pit of your stomach, like the knots, I felt sick. All this stuff goes around your head, like maybe you shouldn't do video. And that turned from the sort of sick feeling into a more defiant feeling. What was it in particular about this comment which meant you just couldn't let it go? I think the unfairness of this, I was thinking, actually, I'm not going on social media doing hateful things. I'm sharing value. And you don't have to take time out of your day to comment on my appearance. I'm not doing anything wrong. It really hit my values about fairness. And that emotion just gathered more and more momentum. The more I thought about it, the more outraged I was. And the more I thought, I need to stand up here. You know, like, stand up, put your head above the parapet and do something about it. And I was thinking about it and thinking about it. And then on a total whim between client calls, I just thought, right. And I just decided I was going to slap bright red lipstick. I looked like a clown all around my face and do a response. It was not planned. It was totally harness in the moment. It's not perfect. It's done in little chunks, so it's not in one full piece. It's not neatly edited. I just did it because I was feeling it in that moment. I know you're dying to hear Joe's video, so here it is. While you're listening, remember that Joe has lipstick smeared all round her mouth like a clown, just as she described. I'll link to the post in the show notes. Jo starts off the video addressing her troll Adam directly, then she turns it into a tips video for women who are afraid of showing up online, then gives a call to action. This message is for Adam, who kindly took time out of his day today to comment on one of my posts and tell me to sort my lipstick out. I don't know whether it was the colour that offended him or the fact that I had actually missed a bit, but kudos to you. Adam, you've got great attention to detail. Now, listen up. If you are a woman, like the women that I speak to every day, who wants to grow her business and knows that she needs to show up more on social media and be more visible, but is afraid to do so because 
she's worried about the kind of Adam comments or the hate comments that you think that you might get, then keep watching this because I've got a few things to share with you. Point number one, I'm assuming that you're not posting anything hateful when you post on your social media account. People like Adam, who make these sarky comments or nasty comments, have the inability to emotionally regulate. They're projecting their lack of confidence, their self-doubt and their fear onto your feed. Point number two, perspective is everything. Adam is one person in about 8 billion people on the planet. Point number three, I'm not going to let somebody like Adam dictate my confidence and my business results. And point number four, when Adam commented on my post, that was engagement to the algorithm. And the algorithm thought, oh, engagement, I'll show it to more people. Oh, and point number five, when Adam commented, he left a digital footprint to the world that showed everybody in public what a dickhead he is. <laughs> so anyway, listen, if you want to grow your business and you're using social media to do it, don't be afraid to get out there and get visible. In fact, try and find more Adams. It means that your posts are getting more visible and you're going to benefit as a business as a result. Look, if you're struggling with any of this and you want to build your self-belief and confidence, then I'm helping women like you every single day do this and get incredible results. So please do send me a DM and reach out. I answer all of them. Totally no pressure. I nearly didn't post it on LinkedIn because I made this assumption that it wasn't appropriate for me to post looking like a clown on a inverted commas professional platform. I'll be honest, I worry about how they perceive other corporate connections of people that I work with in the past and stuff, my corporate clients. And, you know, if I post this, I look really daft. It went totally nuts on LinkedIn. So I shared it on Instagram and it had done okay. I shared it on Facebook, it totally bombed. But on LinkedIn, it went absolutely nuts. There was so much positive support really and I think people were telling me it was really relatable but also that it was like a balanced and measured response and also that it was quite funny and I had over 52,000 video views which is pretty good I think for LinkedIn well it was certainly for my context I've done videos on there before and got like you know 500,000 views at the most I couldn't keep up with the inbound connection requests I lost count at 250 or so inbound connections and people just wanted to talk to me in my direct messages. You also generated business from it, didn't you? I just made loads of connections and it gave me the opportunity to talk to people. And then people were saying, I really like what you did. Would you work with me? I need to build my confidence. It was lead generation. And I hopped on calls, I had great conversations with people. And as a result, I generated £10,000 of new sales within a month. So Adam did me a massive favour. Did, did yeah. you ever hear back from Adam? Did he respond? I, to you? I didn't, but did do a second follow-up video, which is why Adam is now my best friend. The really weird thing that I didn't realise would happen was that lots of people messaged me saying that they couldn't wait to see what I did next. <laughs> oh, yeah, so pressure. So it was like having a, a hit single yeah. and people expecting you to have, or, or having a first great album and people expecting you to follow up. That was <laughs> exactly it. 
and then I froze and it was like oh my gosh would I disappoint people and I didn't actually create anything or post anything for a few days what I had to do then is reframe and like say that gosh not every post is going to perform like that it's just keep going and be consistent would you do it again 100% I would do it again I'm so pleased Jo stood up to her online bully. While they can be upsetting, incidents like this are thankfully rare. And the support she received is a reminder that most people are decent human beings. I hope this interview has inspired you to feel more confident showing up online and reassured you that there are good people out there who have got your back. It might even inspire you to challenge negativity in the online space. If you need help with confidence around showing up online, this is something Jo can definitely help with. I'll link to her website and LinkedIn accounts in the show notes. Thanks for listening to the Courageous Content Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or share the episode on social media. That way, more people can benefit from the free tips and strategies I share. And be sure to tag me in when you do. I'm at Jan Murray on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok.